Welcome to the Suit to Sneakers podcast, a place where we ditch the corporate life for the entrepreneurial adventure. I'm your host, Aaron Bins, business coach and Toronto realtor. I'm a straight shooter with a big dose of kindness, and I can't wait for you to write your next chapter. Together, we will discover what you really want, how to go for it, and to get through those ups and downs of being your own boss. There will be real conversations on how to build your dream business, how to take those scary risks, and how to exceed your clients' expectations all the while building a serious kick-ass business without taking yourself too seriously. Oh, and there will be a dash of motherhood tidbits in there because let me tell you, the juggle is real. Let's hang up that blazer and put on your favorite pair of sneakers instead of wearing those shoes you know don't fit anymore. Hey there, everyone. How is it going? Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so happy you guys are here and I have a really, really awesome episode for you guys today. So this is really how we want to be able to hit our first 15K month in your business. And I actually have five tips for you here. And if you follow these consistently, it is going to lead you to your first 15K month. And I remember when I hit my first uh, 15K month, like, it is so exciting and not because of it's the actual money or the things that I could buy, but I felt different. I felt legit, even though guys, I was legit before we are all legit before we have a certain number of followers or a certain number in our bank account. Like we just put so much pressure on those markers and I do it too. Right. But it was really this state change that, had me look at, I can no longer do things the way I used to do them, or I wanted to change things around, you know, whether you're a service-based business or you're an online coach, or you want to get to that next level, it's out there waiting for you. So I want you to listen to these things, these items that I'm going to talk about with an open ear and a different way of doing things or thinking of doing things a different way. I wish I said that really well. Anyways, I'm not gonna re-record it because it's better to be done than perfect, right? Um, Okay, so the first thing we're gonna wanna do is leverage your database. And it doesn't mean that you have to have thousands of people in your um, email database. It doesn't mean that you have to have so many followers What it means is that oftentimes, and I probably have said this a million times on the podcast, but I want to keep saying it because I know that people are still dealing with it or trying to wrap their head around it, is that it often is overlooked by entrepreneurs. So who you have in your database, clients that know, like, and trust you, or have maybe tried one of your programs or downloaded the free offer that you have or were past clients or maybe they bought a service from you six years ago but haven't needed to buy it again because it was sort of, you know, maybe you're a lawyer and you only needed that one service that one time. But things change over time for people. People's lives change. We all know that. So when you reach out, when you have a consistent system in order to stay connected to your clients, it's like they can never forget about you. And listen, it's not about being annoying, right? But there are like these touch points that people need to 
um, hear from you. Otherwise they just forget like, because listen, guys, there's so many people who do your service. There's so many other online business coaches or real estate agents in the area. Like it's all the same people. There's always going to be somebody else doing what you do, but they are not you. And you never want to give a reason for somebody to go look somewhere else. So sometimes they might say, oh, I, don't, I don't know. I haven't heard from Sue in a long time. I wonder if she's still doing what she does. Oh, wait. Oh, no. Now my cousin's doing it. Okay, I'll just go to them because it's easier because they were just in contact with me and I don't have to go searching for Sue's contact information and all that jazz, right? So this is going to eliminate the dread of like, where's my next client coming from? But if you guys, you have to create a system and maybe you need to hire somebody this. If you reach out to me, I can help you, like at least guide you to like give you an outline of it, but put something in place so that sales are not dropping through the cracks or falling through the cracks. Okay. So that's number one. So leverage your database. Number two is stay the course on your offerings. So, so often what will happen in a service-based program or a service-based company is that you launch it, right? And then it doesn't go as planned. Only, you only got three people instead of your 25 people that you wanted. Or, you know, you see somebody else online doing something like, oh, it looks like it's working for her. Okay, I should probably change what I'm offering because that's what apparently that's what people want. Or maybe you survey your clients and you ask them, what they want. And they give a completely different answer to what you actually want to be offering. But what you've done there is you've given your power over to your clients and letting them dictate how you want to do business. So, but what I will say is, and listen, I've been through this before, like, what kind of program should I offer? Should I do a group program? Should I do individual? Should I offer this low price point or offer this mid-tier price point? Blah, 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 right? I And I've spent some time all over the place. But what you want to do, what I find very helpful is setting a goal for a certain amount of dollars or say enrollment, right? Or certain number of sales that you want to hit. And when you hit that mark, that's when you can make the decision to change up your offerings. But until you get to that point, you need to build trust with yourself and your clients and consistency so they know what you're offering and see if what you are actually offering is what people want. But being consistent of like your communication, your emails, uh, how often you're showing up online, your message, what is your program offering so that people know? And when you hit that goal, let's say you want to sell, I don't know, $40,000 worth of a certain sale or program or offering, but you consistently are only at like $28,000, $20, let's say $20,000. you are halfway there all the time and you haven't been able to break through that. So we want to switch things up, how we're doing it, kind of, uh, what's the word, the sediment at the bottom of the pool or the bottom of the pond. We want to drum up the sediment at the bottom of the pond, change your message, adjust it, tweak it. You don't have to like completely revamp. This is not, this podcast is not about revamping and doing things uh, that you shouldn't be doing or that you don't need to be doing or wasteful things, right? So 
I just want you to ask yourself, A, are you aligned with what you want to be doing? And B, before you change your whole process or change your website or change your, I need new logo or a new font and all that jazz. Just like take a deep breath. Guys, as my brother says this to me all the time, Aaron, take a deep breath. And then I have to like literally take the deep breath and like, okay, this is what we're going to do. So if I call him for advice on something, right? So take a deep breath, stay the course on your offerings. As long as they're not like, if you know for sure you don't want to offer it anymore, okay, like just, you can throw it out the window if you want to, but I encourage you to stay the course until you hit a certain goal. Because then you have so much more power around making the decisions to change things up that you're like, no, it felt really good to change it as opposed to coming from a place of scarcity or lack of like, oh, that's not working. So I'm going to do it. We're like, actually, oh, I did hit $40,000 in sales. Okay. Now's the time to reevaluate to see if I want to do it. And maybe you'll continue to do it because maybe it was actually just getting to that goal was the one thing that would make a big difference in your mindset. Okay. So that's, so number one, leverage your database. Number two is stay the course on all your offerings. So number three is actually knowing where your business is coming from. I've talked about this a lot on here. So I'll just talk about it again because, you know, it's kind of like exposures on social media. Like by the 20th exposure, there were people like, oh, now I know what Erin's selling. Okay, great. Otherwise it's kind of like, what is she talking about? So oftentimes you think your business is coming from one source, but when in fact it's coming from another. So for example, I know mortgage brokers. I worked with one. She thought all of her business was coming, not all of her business, but the majority of her business was coming direct. When we pulled all the numbers, 70% of her business was coming from real estate agents who were referring her. So what we want to do is actually start developing those relationships with say that real estate agent, or maybe your referral source is coming from a different area. So you want to really look at where is it coming from? So that goes to knowing your numbers, knowing your numbers deeply. I review my numbers every single week of what I'm spending, what's coming in, where, um, just where are all the numbers and where am I at at my goals? I look at them every Tuesday because I was doing it on Fridays, but then by the time Fridays would come, I would be like, oh, forget, I'll just do it on Monday. But Tuesday, I was born on a Tuesday. So pick the date that you were born. If it's on a Monday to Friday, I encourage you not to do stuff on the weekends because you have to have some quiet time then. So I do them on Tuesday. I look forward to it, but I know my numbers and where they are coming from. Okay, so that's number three. Number four, create powerful daily routines. So you want to create the space in your life that you are pulling the world towards you instead of it coming at you. So my morning routines are in the mornings. I get up before the family and I have my coffee. I read my book. I do a bit of journaling. So for example, this morning, let me tell you what happened. My day, so it was my brother's wedding this weekend, which was amazing. But of course we got home very late and I'm normally in bed by like 9, 30, 10 o'clock. I didn't get home until one. I couldn't fall asleep until two. The kids were up in the morning. My husband was so great and got up with them. But then last night I couldn't fall asleep again. Then the baby was up. And then for whatever reason, my six-year-old also called out to me at like two o'clock in the morning to come into his room, which never happens. So guys, 
the whole family this morning slept until 7 30 which we never do that and I was literally like what is wrong with me so I literally had to like start my morning routine after drop off to be like I just need to have a cup of coffee outside, read my book, do my thing because I, it, I just couldn't, it's now so ingrained in me and I feel so powerful around my routines and I don't, if I can, I don't ever skip it. So I pushed off some things I wanted to do this morning to this afternoon uh, in order for me to have that space. And same within the evenings, you know, washing my face and turning down my, my bed and turning, just having that nighttime routine as well, closing out the day. Also closing out the day from my work day, closing up my computer and I actually have to unplug it and go put it off to the side. Otherwise I'll be tempted to check it. So that really, I'm telling you guys has so much power in it. So that's a little bit of the mindset stuff as opposed to like, you know, actually making the sales, but it all comes together. So it allows you to pull the world towards you instead of having to fend it off. Like, you know, think about like racquetball, like you're like the ball's like constantly coming at you and you're trying to get it away. Right. And number five is get support and be willing to look at things differently. So this is when mindset and strategy come together. That's where the magic happens. We all know that. Well, we don't all know if you're listening to this and you haven't worked with a coach before, I'm telling you, that's where the magic happens. So looking at our old patterns, tweaking the way that we operate your business and in life, you know, having someone else think strategically, help you think strategically for you, having you by your side is the most powerful and, and worthwhile investment you will ever make in your business. And that is going to get you past that 100K mark. That's going to get you to the consistent 15K mark every single month. So, you know, things that my clients had done when they were working towards their business is, you know, this is not just about what kind of, what can you make on a monthly basis? This is about being able to surprise your husband with a dreamy weekend away with no kids you know, paying for having luxury, um, like beautiful meals delivered to your house for the whole summer um, because you don't want to cook anymore. And it being this like thing that you could actually afford and it's not a big deal that you're paying for it. Helping her, my clients have like helped her daughter buy her first new car, you know, taking your family on a beautiful European vacation before COVID, obviously. <laughs> but what would it be like for you? What action would you take in order to move your business along in the next 90 days, in the next six months, to reach that first 15K month? This goal is going to force you to look at things differently, make a change. Everything happens with one decision. You know, I was at my brother's wedding this weekend, and of course, so many stories come up and so many um, emotions and it was so beautiful. And he, my brother brought up the story of when my mom, my decided to leave Nova Scotia, pack up her little Chevette. And I, and I were, and I tell David this story more than he remembers it because he was so much younger, but I physically remember being in my grandparents' driveway, my mom packing up the car, she had an ironing board and two of these antique chairs, which I actually have in my 
as my dining room chairs now. She got in her car and she drove across the Trans-Canada Highway all by herself with a map and no cell phone. Obviously, this was, uh, I don't even remember, it was in the 80s, right? It was no. Yeah, it was in the 80s. Um, and David was talking about this decision that my mom made, you know, to, to go across and that we would not have the life we have here if she had stayed doing the same thing that she was doing in the same area that we were living in. My mom was from Ontario. So she was like, I'm going home. And I asked her at the wedding, I said, do you remember the moment you made that decision? She's like, yeah, it was in the month of May. And I woke up and thought I cannot do this anymore. It was a very big decision for her to, to do that. And to, I wasn't even going to tell the story, but to, you know, um, for her to make that decision, obviously we moved away from my family and my dad, and she didn't want to do that, but she couldn't make a living what doing what she was doing in Nova Scotia. And she wanted to provide for us. And by September, we were moved here. We, my brother and I flew up and we were here and literally my mom's decision to do that changed the trajectory of her life and the trajectory of our lives. And that's really what this is. This is about taking your life and your business and you saying the way you want it to go and blowing past five figures or making your first first five figures, or sorry, five figures, six figures. I was reading off here and it's like, how, here's how five things you need to do. But really blowing past the six figure mark, getting to the six figure mark, and how you're going to do this is there are still, there are two weeks left to enroll in Dare the Mastermind. If you want to hear all about it, it's on my IG live, send me a note, but really spots are filling up. We've already started um, enrolling everyone, but what it is that is the decision for you for the trajectory of your business and it is always, always going to be the best decision for yourself. So send me a DM. There's a few spots left. If you are even just thinking that this may be for you, let's have a chat. You know where I am. Until next time, I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to the Suit to Sneakers podcast. I created this space because I know it could have helped me when I was making big decisions in this entrepreneurial journey. And hearing what's possible, the big vision, and those practical tips all rolled into one space would have made a massive difference. I am so glad you're here and I truly appreciate you tuning in. Listen, I'm going to ask you for a few things. If you know of someone who could use this episode in their life, I would love for you to send it along. And please don't forget to share this in your Instagram stories and tag me. If you could also five-star rate and review this podcast, I would be so grateful. This helps us get the podcast out there to more people. And the more people who hear this, who are living their purpose, building their dream business, and sporting their favorite sneakers, the happier the world will be.